Hello, everybody. We are here with the one and only Alex Serves um, from TikTok. And maybe you've seen her a little bit on Instagram or other social media. She is everything galactic, alien, matrix, queen of, you everything. know, sharing that information. And we at GFL are interviewing her today and sort of picking her brain. So Yay. hi, Alex. So hi. I'm so excited. I love talking to you guys. You guys are awesome. And thank you so much for the merch, the new angel number line. Freaking love it. Oh, so love cute. It. Nice. Yeah. How to wear it, of course. Angel numbers. And it's it was just two two two. Perfect timing. We should have started it on two 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 just I know. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you a little bit. Um so what was your first encounter with aliens? Because we've spoken before, and I remember you telling me that you've experienced sort of um, contact at a very young age. Can you tell me a little bit about like your first time experiencing either like ships or, or transmissions, whatever it was that you sort of went through? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't if I did I didn't realize it I, I don't think it was me who told you that because I don't remember saying that I had contact at an early age because I was so like I thought aliens were real but then I was told that they weren't real so then I was like okay I guess they're not real but like I feel like they're real and so it was very confusing I was very religious so I didn't but my mom would tell me that there is life on other planets. And so I knew that they existed, but that everybody on earth said they didn't. And I just felt like an alien myself. I was like, this world is weird. None of the rules make any sense. I thought I was so confused by society and religion. Nothing made sense. So it's really been more recent. And I think, honestly, I still haven't seen Oh, I did watch a little girl shapeshift at the park recently. And that was really creepy. <laughs> it wow. really was like a little alien and I was on live on Instagram it was late last year in like October and I saw this little girl like spin her head around and stared at me and her face turned into an alien face and I was like <gasps> I was like freaking out on live and then I was like just staring at her and then she's like Shh turned back around and then went to go play and I was like oh my god I was so scared it was like nighttime at the park and so I was freaking out but then I was like whoa this is so cool I've never seen that before and I think it's just because I became aware I wasn't aware before I wasn't seeing into that dimension and so now that I can see into it now I see it more so now I see all the UFOs everywhere you know I can and then I feel like since we're the aliens, I can kind of see where people are from. Like, I'm like, oh, they're Pleiadian or they're Syrian or they're, you know, Lemaire. Like, I can, I'm praying mantis. Like, I can feel the energy now. So that's been really interesting to tap into, too. So this is kind of all new to me, to be honest, even though it's, like, been inside me. Yeah. So when would you say your first one was? Was it, like, 2020 or, like, a little bit after? I think... I think, um, like I said, I always like believed in them, but just since I started learning about everything, well, I would say it was after 2020. I would say since like 20, late 2021 to 20, honestly, it's very recent because I got my Akashic Records read in 2022 and I found out where I was from. And so that's when it really started my research. And so I had no idea about any of this, but I'm just so open. So it came so fast because I'm just like, yes, tell me, I want all the information. I, it's like learning so much. So it happened really quick because I wasn't skeptical. I was very, very open. And, and I was so excited because I was like, oh, this makes sense. 
So what are you according to your uh, Akashic record there? Really? So, uh, so according, I am from Sirius B. So, you know, the Sirius shines 23 times brighter than every star in the sky. Um, so Sirius B, I've also worked with Pleiadians in the past. So I've done this before. I was in Atlantis 11,000 years ago. And then um, I was... I did have a life in Egypt and my one of my last lifelines I was lifetimes I was a male musician in Greece and that was my service to self life. So I know I was paying for it in this life. <laughs> so so I knew I had karma to make up for that life. And so so from serious but I feel like at this point we're kind of all mixed, but I think we resonate or like something resonates with us mo the most. You know like that we're here for, you know, from that space and time to because Sirius when I learned what I learned about Sirius is like oh my god this is me this is me a hundred percent like it's just a community where money does not exist and everyone just works together as a family and you just help each other out whenever it's an energy exchange it's just energy exchange and like oh if like a restaurant needs servers then oh yeah I have energy for three days I can go do this job and then you work it and then you and then that's it and they're very into entertainment and the circus and I love the circus and when I was on shrooms the first time all I saw was the circus so it is like it's just everything ties together and so I was like this is me I'm from Sirius and I know I was a mermaid and there's just so much it could go on forever <laughs> Times. Many wow. lifetimes. Yeah. Did you guys figure out where you're from? So there's a little bit of like, we haven't had our, you know, energies read yet. Abba, do you know where you're from? Because I'm still, I took a little quiz, but I'm not, I, I actually want to get it properly read so that, you know, I know. Nuri, Nuri told me that I'm Andromedian. Oh, yeah, I can see that. So I, uh, yeah, I originally was from the Andromeda Galaxy, and then I transitioned to Sirius B. So I originated from the Andromeda Galaxy. So that's, I can see that for sure with you. Yeah, I can see that. Right. I love so, it. Uh, you know, I'm still working on what does it really mean to me and... But when she said it, it kind of clicked. And I was like, hmm, that sounds right. Sounds yeah. just right. right? You just got to see, like, if anything about it resonates with you. And I'm sure that it will. And, you know, there's so much on Gaia, too, that you could learn about. I don't know if you guys have Gaia. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I think that there's more and more information coming out that it's available yes. to people. And, like, a couple years ago, you know, there was so much confusion around this topic and like sort of like disbelief. And um, you said that you grew up religious, but like there was some sort of like inner knowing in you. Mm -hmm. But when you thought about like the concept of like aliens, was it or encounter them for the first time? Was it more fear or was it like comforting? I don't think I ever feared it. I just thought that would be so cool. Like I could not wait for trigger warning I could not wait for this life to end so that I could go on to the next one because I'm like but what's really out there like I just wondered I'm like I know we're not the only ones and how cool would it be to travel the cosmos and go planet to planet and like see what their planets are like and so I never feared it I was always like man that would be so cool like I want to know what else is out there and so this was so exciting to me it's just so exciting to me and I know people are scared because of the stories and stuff but I'm like humans are worse 
little bit. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Yeah. That's beautiful. And like, so I read that you started making TikToks when you first started out, like comedy skits, like more towards mm. like that sort of audience. And then how do you feel like the response was to that versus like the content that you're making now? Okay, so (laughs) I got on TikTok before it blew up because it was before the pandemic, like in March of 2020 wasn't really when it really blew up. So I was on there before that. And so I went viral pretty quickly. I hit 100,000 in like three months because of my serving skits and no one was really doing the content I was doing. Um, I was dressing up like the characters acting it out. And there were true stories from my real life because I was a server for 17 years. And so it went viral very quickly and they were funny and people were shocked and they're like, Oh my God, like, I can't believe this is real. And so it was really educational also because I wanted to teach people the other side. People don't think about their server and how they treat them really. And people like lose all manners the minute they walk into a restaurant door. And so I wanted to like make it funny, but also educational. And so that blew up really quickly and it was so supportive and it was, it happened so fast and then when you know I switched my content over f- then to workers rights fighting for workers rights and political stuff and that was TikTok did not like that. Um, So that was still good, though, because people were very, very happy that I was speaking out and they wanted to also be a part of it and make a move and make a change when it switched to the this stuff. That's where it gets in in muddy waters. It got very toxic. People thought I had schizophrenia. They said I belonged in a psych ward. There are so many hate videos about me bullying, harassing me, saying that I need to be taken off a platform because I am dangerous to a danger to society. How could I be talking about this stuff? And it was like ancient knowledge. It's like I'm not saying they they kept calling it new age spirituality, and I'm like none of this is new age. This is old ancient stuff that we've forgotten and i am puerto rican my blood is taino like a native from the land like this is my ancestors coming back and activating my dna and reminding me of who i am and so it was really hard it was a year of thank god i was doing my plant medicine ceremonies and my shadow work and my journaling and meditating and manifesting and it was if it wasn't for the community that I built that people, it was not a very big community. Like it was pretty small because this is something that people were very scared to talk about, but they were so, so um, supportive. And I would be like crying in bed because I'm like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And they'd be like, no, get up. Like, this is what you need to do. And you know, they, they tell me like what rituals to do and how to cleanse my energy and how to cut cords. And I was like, okay, I'll do anything at this point. And it really helped. It really, really helped because it's really all in your mind. And what really helped me was my sister telling me, if you delete this app, none of these people exist. You don't know any of these people in your real life. So don't let these people control your life. When If you just exit out of this, it's like it never happened. And I was like, you're so right. Like I need to stop stressing. And on top of that, then I found out there was a lawsuit against these apps, Facebook, um, uh, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, like all these Google Neuralink, all this stuff for for attempting to commit genocide on humanity by creating bots. That would be an echo chamber to negative comments. And so once I started realizing that I was like, oh, these people could not even be real. This could just be a computer system sent to attack me and I knew there was a spiritual war going on so once I was able to like flip the perspective and realize that there's more something deeper than what is on the surface I was like 
okay, this is a battle and this is David versus Goliath and I'm still fighting. Like I'm not backing down. And so I just kept going. And now I feel like I'm on the other side. It's been a year now and it's been like, wow, so much can happen in a year. So much can change. And I just feel so much stronger and more confident and wiser. And it pays. It pays to really stick with what you know. Like it's in your gut. You know it. Don't let people tell you that you're wrong. Because especially if you're putting in the work and these people are, what are these people doing sitting behind their computer? I'm like, none of you even go to therapy. Why am I going to listen to you? <laughs> I'm like, get out of here. None of you are doing the work. Get out. This is how I see it. No one is living the life I want to live. So I'm not listening to anybody but me until I get there. So that's it. <laughs> I love that. That is so powerful. And that is so but, true. But, what, but you had to rebuild yourself, right? Because you were taken down, right? <sighs> at, at one point. Mm -hmm. So when you switched, you were taken down. And then you so had to... So I've been taken down a lot, but I manifested back. So my, my 1 million page did get taken down in October and I was like, okay, let's start again. And I built another one. But three months later, I was able, I heard a voice inside my head said, try to get back in it. And I was like, I don't like to log back in. I was like, why they won't let me get my page back and they're like try and I was like okay so I logged in and and there was an option to appeal which never was there before and so I was like oh okay sure so I clicked it and then they split they said why do you think you should you know give your reason and I said look me up there's hundreds of hate videos about me that's bullying and harassment but me who I've never attacked anyone my stuff gets taken down just because I'm telling the truth about shit and then they approved it and I got it back after three months and I was like wow I had I, I'm shocked I'm shocked but I'm so grateful and yeah that's how that happened I really wasn't going to try to get it back I just thought it's fine I'll just do it again I've done it twice already I can do it again but God blessed me because God said no no you already did let's get it back for you I'm like okay thank you <laughs> Amazing. and so your first like mega viral video I believe was like um, the one about the world ending in 2020, according to the Gregorian calendar. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Um, and I think that racked up over 35 million views. Why yeah. do you think that's the video that went viral? I don't know because with my serving skits, I had videos that hit in the millions and it was like, fine. I never had that on this account because of the content I was putting up with like the, you know, fighting corporations. So they were shadow banning me a lot. So when this happened, it was like, I had figured it out the day before with someone else. And I was like, oh my God, I feel like I should make a video about this, but it wasn't my content. It wasn't my niche. So I was like, I'm not going to talk about it because that's not what I talk about. But it, I was like, I was getting ready for work. And in my head, it was like, make the video, make the video, make the video, make the video. I was like, okay, I have to make the video. So I made the video just like, guys, look what I found out. Like not thinking anything within an hour. It was like at 3 million views. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? And then it was like, by the end of the day, it had hit 6 million views. And then within like, and then it literally within like two, I had just hit a hundred thousand after like two years of trying to hit a hundred thousand on this page. Cause it was different than my serving one. It was, took so long. And I was like, Oh my God, I finally hit a hundred thousand like the day before. And then all of a sudden I make this video and I had hit 500,000 within like the end of the month. I was like, Whoa, this is crazy. But I think, I think it's because here everyone was thinking like me, like I had no idea that other countries are in different years. I had no idea that some countries that Ethiopia was eight years behind us. And so I was like, wait, so everybody's on a different calendar. And then 
the I had no idea that calendars were changed in the 1500s, like the from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar, and that that uh, this country's in here and this. And I was like, wait, so time it really is not real, and we are essentially time traveling because I can time travel from 2008 to 2020 or whatever, you know because of countries and so i'm like this is mind-blowing and i think it, it but i when i got my akashic record my spirit guide said we allowed this to happen now because it was time you did the work but we had this video blow up because it was time for people to hear the truth and i was like that when i heard that i was like okay i'm gonna just keep going and i got my akashic record done at the same exact time that this video was going viral they were being done at the same time so i was like there's something here. I'm not crazy. And so I just kept the faith because that blew up everywhere. Everybody was talking about it. And I was just like, wow, I'm, I'm not crazy. It's I'm not crazy. Like this is a big deal. So I guess it was for the, this whole awakening because yeah, then I hit a million within three months and I was like, okay, I guess I got to keep going. I can't keep my mouth shut now. <laughs> and like, and like, from like a video like that that is so um maybe far out there to some people there there's an interest there's like an innate intelligence that attracts you to that video that people are like thirsting for more information and like for people to really talk about that because it's interesting that that was the video that like pushed you like there that's yeah. that's I tell people all the time it really only takes one video but you also have to be consistent and it's really good that I already had work up that people could binge watch and so once they hit my page it wasn't like oh you know they just watch this one and go it's like oh she has more content that I could watch and so that's that's why I have so many playlists up and then it helps people you know figure things out and they can watch what they want to watch and so it worked out I get my higher self had a plan <laughs> yes um, and what was your sort of awakening journey? Like, when did it happen to you? How did it happen? Oh, my gosh. I think it really, I think it really was 2020, along with mostly everyone. I do believe that 2020 was um, coronal mass ejection, solar flares from the sun that activated our DNA as a collective. Um, I think that's what COVID was. I think there were signs of ascension. I think that people had had to pass because it was written in the contracts that this is their time that they would be out and that's the way the cookie crumbles some people decided to stay here during this whole time and here we are we're still here fighting it um so at the time though i was packing to move from florida to california and this is the first time i'd be moving away from home across the country so i was packing up my apartment going through memories of stuff while being locked up and not being able to like you know talk to anyone while also making my videos and I don't know what happened. It was like, it wasn't like overnight, but it feels like it was overnight because it was like, I woke up one day and I just realized everything about like my personal life, like with my family and everything got like inverted. Like what I thought was good wasn't and whatever, you know, like who I, I thought was this person, I saw them for who they really were. It was like the veil had just been gone and I could, I could start seeing through people a little more, not as much as I do now, but I started really like realizing things and I was like, oh my God, like I've been so blinded to this stuff. And then once I was able to move, I was able to really figure out who I was. I mean, I was in a depression because of COVID and everything, but um, just through, you know, this work, I, I think that 
I don't even know. It was like I just let the universe and God guide me and I just listened to the voice inside my head because I didn't even know what ayahuasca was. And it was like, go do ayahuasca. I was like, what's ayahuasca? I don't know what that is. And so it was like I just heard voices in my head and I just I was open to it. But I'm going to be honest with you. What I think really started it was weed because I had never smoked or done anything. And then once I got into it, it was like my brain just opened up and I was asking so many questions and I got so many downloads and so many thoughts in my head. And it just, it was, I was like, why aren't more people doing this? Like we could get so, there's so much, there's so many answers. There's so many questions. There's so much we could figure out. And that led me to like then trying shrooms. And that, that really was like, I was remote viewing. I was communicating telepathically from the other side. I saw myself in a spaceship coming down to earth in a body of water. I saw myself as a mermaid. I saw myself being born. They started telling me this is before the Disney stuff came out. I started seeing all this stuff that happened with Disney and kids and like then the Jeff Epstein stuff came out. So this is before all of that. And I'm crying and I'm bawling and I'm like, what's happening? And then I'm seeing people I know and trauma that they've gone through, things they haven't told me. I'm seeing dead friends telling me things. And I'm like, oh, my God, it was like crazy. But I was on this journey just on my own because I was like, I need more because I felt like life was just so boring. And I was like, this can't be all there is to life. This can't be all there is. I was just at my bottom at 2019. And thank God for 2020. Actually, what what really started me, me thinking was I had this little old lady come into the place I worked. She sat down at my table and she was like, she was like, do you have a boyfriend? I was like, oh, no. And she was like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. I was like, thanks. But no, no, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with anyone. And she was like, she just grabbed my hand and she's just had this vision. And she's like, I need to tell you that God has heard your prayers. He's listening to you. Do not give up. I know you're having problems with people here. And I was like, how would she know that? And she was like, don't give up. Like he's going to give you more than you've even asked for. And she could just see beyond. And she was like, wow, you have no idea what's coming to you. And you're not going to, it's not going to make sense right now, but in your forties, it's going to make sense. And at this time I am 32 when she says this and I'm 36 now. And now I'm like, I get it. But this is before COVID. It was in January, right before COVID hit. And I was like chills and crying. And then it was like right before we shut down for COVID. And it was like every week I had somebody telling me like, you're going to do big things. You're going to be do these. You're going to be leading something. And I was like, what are you people talking about? And then and then COVID hit. And then it's like a whirlwind. And I was like, wow, everything is connected. Everything is connected. Like I hadn't I don't even know how to explain it. It was, it was little pieces that I started paying attention to instead of ignoring them and thinking that they were coincidences. And then that's how essentially it led to this whole awakening. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, and just to, you know, for us, what I see was you were being told you're going to be spearheading some sort of movement and channeling information and, and uniting people together. And for us, like as seen on my dad's shirt, that's what a light worker like really needs to us. Somebody who's uniting forces, bringing people together and like sort of claiming who they are proudly and spearheading this, this spiritual, you know, warfare, spiritual movement, spiritual awakening that we're all experiencing. And I'm just curious as to like what a light worker means to you. If you resonate with that term, if, if that's something that you identify as. Yeah, well, I never like put any labels on myself because I'm like, we're everything, you know, um, and I, I never like to limit myself to one thing. But I do think that lightworker is a great term because it really is being the light that you want to see in other people and the light, it's going to outshine the darkness every time. 
you know? And so just being a light worker is, believe me, it's been work. It's been work getting here. I was not a light worker. <laughs> I was not. I was very in the dark. Okay. And, and, but I wanted more for myself. And I was like, this, hey, listen, I can't take myself out. I got to come back if I do, you know? So let me, I got to make this work. And so once I figured all this out and really dug deep, it's like, Oh my God. It's just like, you have to go. The only way out is through and you have to hit bottom, bottom, bottom. And even when you think you hit bottom, you're going to hit bottom even more. And then you just, it makes you so strong and you realize, damn, I'm a badass. Like if I wrote this story, if this is a character I'm playing and this is like, let's say it's a movie or a video game. I wrote this challenge for myself because I knew I could overcome it. And I wouldn't give myself something that I could not overcome. So I'm going to overcome this. How am I going to overcome this is now the question. And I think with when you, you know, identify as a light worker, then you start seeing things from a different perspective and a different point of view. And instead of staying in a victim mindset and blaming other people for things and well, I did this because they did that. And it's like, take accountability. We're all screwed up. We're all screwed up because this society is screwed up. And this is generations of screwing up that no one knew what they were doing. No one knew what they were doing. And so we can't blame anyone. Now that we're aware, let's take accountability for ourselves. Let's look in the mirror and say, what am I doing? What am I doing that that I'm hurting people or that isn't really of the light? Like, is there something that's, you know, and, and instead of well, it's because this happened and that happened and making excuses. It's like, okay, cut the, cut the shit. Let's be for real. And let's figure out if you really want to be the highest version of yourself, figure out how to get there. Because there is a version of you out there that is doing and being the best version of you that you could bet more than you can even imagine right now. All you have to do is take the steps there day by day. And all you have to do is meet the frequency. It's like the vortex, like Abraham Hicks says, like the vortex is here, you're here. So meet the frequency and then you just like suck into the vortex and everything is there. Everything you want is just right there. It's, it's all within you. And the way to start is really switch it to light, switch it to seeing things for the positive. See, things do not happen to you. They happen for you. Everything is working in your favor. Every rejection is to lead you to a better opportunity. God does not take something away from you if he doesn't have something better planned every single time. It really is. The better it gets, the better it gets. Don't wait for the other shoe to drop. Don't wait for it. Just keep going. That's how what I feel like a light worker is, is really like being po positive, even though it's not always going to be positive, but, but being strong and being able to hope. I feel like it's hope, giving hope and, and knowing that anything is possible and just keep going and having faith, having faith in yourself that you can do this because we can. Beautifully said, beautifully Thank said. You. Everything that you said there uh, has it, it touched me on a, on a very deep level and I gotta say that I can see the transformation that you're still going through from our last conversation to today. Very nice, very deep, very mature and taking responsibility for everything. And it's like amazing to see. And I, I, I was wondering, do you see that resonate with people around you, with your crowd, with the crowd you cater to, with your followers, with people around you? Do you, 
do you feel the difference that you're making now? I do. Um, so it really is you are the company you keep. And I think when you it's it's an algorithm, everything is an algorithm, we're essentially living in like a big quantum computer. And so it's just like how you can control your algorithm on TikTok, or Instagram, and what you like and, and comment and engage with is what you're going to get back. It's the same thing in your real world life. And so I had to cut a lot of people out because they were not vibrating on a frequency that I I, 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 it was like, okay, here they go again with their drama. Here they go again with their cycles and their loops. And, uh, you know, and I'm putting in the work to break out of this stuff. And it's not that I don't love them and I don't care about them. Sure. But I got to love you from afar because you're holding me back now, you know? And so I had to cut ties with a lot of people and, and a lot of people are scared to do that because they're like, well, what if there's no one on the other side? And first of all, there will always be somebody on the other side. You just haven't met them because you're vibrating over here and they're over here. So you guys are like opposites. And so until you start saying, okay, I'm going to leave this and this is where I want to be, then slowly and surely these groups will start getting together. And I have met such amazing people through this journey. The more that I grow, the more that I learn, the more that I evolve the universe and God just brings me the people who are in alignment with me. And, you know, if I meet someone and I get this like weird feeling, like, oh, okay, let's figure it out. Okay. They're not really for me. But if you just, you feel a soul connection with some people and it's, it's getting stronger and stronger by the day. I feel like you're really finding your soul family and my followers, you know, I've, we've weeded through, we've weeded through these people that are like the naysayers and the negative Nancy's and all this. And now we're really like just a strong community. And they're just like, you're such an inspiration. Like I did not believe in anything until I found you and you have changed my life. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so happy I can help. Like that makes me so happy because I'm just doing it by just documenting my journey. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea. I'm learning. And I tell people, don't look at me as like your idol or a guru or nothing. I'm just out. I'm a girl with a microphone. I'm a girl out here with a camera, just documenting my journey, figuring it out along with everyone else. That's really all it is. And I and communication is key. I think that we really need to be open and honest with communication. Stop masking. Stop hiding. Stop caring so much about image and what everyone else is going to think about you because we have to get to the core of who we are. Once we get to the core of who we are is how we we change the world because we accept ourselves for who we are and then we accept each other and we just love each other. And that's it. That's the answer. It's very simple. <laughs> we make it complicated. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Um, I, I so agree with my dad. I think that, you know, just watching you on your journey, it's humbling and we're honored to be a part of that, even if it's in a small way, but we love just, you know, being able to change the world together one person at a time.
That's what we're here to do at the end of the day, right? We're here to grow, we're here to learn, we're here to expand. And the fact that you take it and you put yourself out there and you actually put yourself on the line because, you know, there's a lot of uh, dangers or, or things coming back at you when you're there in the front and you're willing to do it, you're willing to step forward and put yourself and and set example for people and show the way. Remarkable. That's a true life worker right there. Well, we commend you, Alex, and we're Thank so grateful for your time and for your energy and for your information and wisdom that you shared with us today. Um, we're just happy to be partnered with you. <laughs> All right, Alex, it was nice being with you today. Yeah. <laughs>